Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Nursing Career Club podcast. My name is Maddie Hudak, and I'm our Campus and Community Program Specialist at Allegheny Health Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, today, I'm super excited. I get the chance to speak uh, and talk a little bit more with our Chief Nursing Executive, Claire Zangerly, is here with me this morning. Um, so, morning. hi, Claire. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for asking. How are you? Good, good. Living good. the dream here at Allegheny Health Network. Awesome. Awesome. I was, <laughs> I woke up this morning with a little bit of an extra pep in my step. I knew we got to chat today, so I was looking forward to this. Awesome. So, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, but Claire, I have a series of questions that I thought through that I thought we could chat through. Because I know as we talk with students, there's a lot of things that come up and questions that they ask about the network. And I think hearing a lot from your experiences and perspective will mean a lot to them. Um, So brought some questions with me. Um, But first of all, most importantly, okay, so to get to know you a little bit more, if we were to jump in your car with you after work, what would be most likely to play on the radio? Definitely XM country. I am... (laughs) I am a country fan, um, born and raised in Texas. Um, that's been my music my whole life. I, you know, I, I listen to other things too, but that's just the, the music for my soul. My, my favorite, yeah. my favorite couple of, uh, groups are the chicks, Zach yep. Brown band. Yep. Love carry, me some Carrie Underwood, some Tim McGraw, Blake Shelton. All awesome. Us, I've know? been binging a little bit on uh, The Voice and watching Blake and, and him. Yeah. Tri- <laughs> it's a little addicting. Yeah. Yeah. So so that is if you don't hear if, if my audio book doesn't automatically kick in, then um, you will definitely hear country on the radio. So I'm Very definitely cool. also an audiobook person too. I think it's a great way to kill some time when you're driving. Yep. Yep. And I'm, I bet you a lot of our listeners are probably listening to this as they're driving as well. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's probably. nice to be able to be able to do almost two things at once and really learn more and maybe yeah. about subjects that you didn't even check out. So very cool. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. Sure. Um, so Claire, I was curious too, and I've heard, I've heard this a lot, you know, when we're talking to students about finding mentors and talking with their leadership teams and learning about them, um, oftentimes it's helpful to hear a little bit more about their background and what caused them to make the decisions that they did. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about how you knew that nursing was the profession for you? Yeah. So, you know what, I had a little bit of a non-traditional entry into nursing, um, my first degree, my undergraduate degree, a bachelor's degree, was in exercise physiology from Texas A&M University. And, um, you know, I was an athlete in high school and college, and I really wanted to go into, you know, something like physical therapy or athletic training. I wanted to just be in sports, my, you know, for my career. And so I got this degree in exercise physiology and my last semester, I did an internship in in cardiac rehab, which is um, with patients right after they've had um, cardiac events. 
and they're recovering and they're either in the inpatient side and then they progress to the outpatient side. And I was working side by side with a bunch of great nurses who were doing the clinical care. And I was doing more of the technical care of, you know, their treadmill stress test and things like that. And I thought, you know what? I love what the nurses are able to do. I felt like the nurses had a better connection with the patients, not that exercise physiologists don't, but I wanted to be able to talk to them more about their medications. I wanted to be able to, I wanted to see where they came from, what brought them to that point. And I knew that those nurses had seen them after their event, when maybe they were in the, in the cardiac ICU, that type of thing. So that is what, that's one of the main drivers that motivated me to go into nursing and that drew me to nursing. But I also had a very dear aunt who was a nurse for about 40 years. And, you know, she kept telling me when I was in college, don't waste your time on things that you know that you know, you're not going to be able to advance in without um, getting a PhD. She kept telling me how nursing was the career that you could reinvent yourself over and over and over again. And that that would be, and knowing my personality, she said, that's a great option for you. So I went to nursing school and this year is 30 years that I graduated from nursing school. Congratulations. Yeah. 30 years ago. So um, I, best decision I've ever made. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I, I love how you talked about reinventing yourself because I know a lot of students have asked and talked to our career coaches often about, you know, what if I don't know what specialties for me? Um, no, you absolutely don't. Yeah. yeah. And it can change throughout the duration of your career. And there's, there's a lot of different pieces and parts that you can, you can try out and grow in and, a lot of people may find a specialty that's theirs for the long term, and a lot of people may find a specialty and mastered it and then want a new challenge. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the beauty of the, the practice of nursing is that there is so there are so many opportunities to practice in different spots, whether it's on the inpatient side and you go to different types of specialties or you explore areas in industry and education in um, leadership, all kinds of places. There, there is no shortage of opportunities in nursing. Yeah. And you, just because you sign on the dotted line right out of nursing school to work on a type of unit or with a type of patient doesn't mean you have to be there forever. Or if it's something you fall in love with, you can make that you, your career and be the best nurse in that space for the rest of your career. Yep, yep. And curious, you know, when you made this decision, you know, you were thinking about nursing, you switched your major, when, or did you ever really at that point, while you were a student nurse, think about being a a future chief nursing executive, Um, even of a a multi-hospital system such as AHN, did that ever cross your mind? Well, no, actually 30 years ago, there weren't a lot of multi-hospital systems and I I couldn't have imagined we would be where we are today with, you know, having these large health systems that are, that have come together to to form. But when my aunt was a, a nurse leader, you know, I saw, I saw the work that she did and she was the type of, she was the type of nurse leader who was, um, she was, she was a nurse's nurse. She was 
involved. She was at the bedside with the nurses and she was leading. And I just saw how much she loved that. It's not something I aspired to. I wanted to be a trauma nurse and a flight nurse for the rest of my life. But then, you know, as your life changes, you know, getting married, having children, you know, what's best for your family, what, what interests you and where you think your strengths are. And that's what I ended up seeing is leadership was a, was a place where I could have a big influence on a bigger span. And, um, and, and I also felt like there were a lot of nurses who were much more technically better than I was. And I wanted to learn from them and I wanted to be their advocate. So yeah. that's, that's what really led me into nursing leadership. And, and I, I have, I think I have the best job and one of the hardest jobs, but it's, but it's very rewarding. Well, we're very lucky to have you. <laughs> and I think I love hearing your response too, and how it's not necessarily just, you know, putting the message forward. It's really listening to our nursing teams um, and hearing from them about what they need to do their job well. And I think that's something that I, it keeps me really excited about being here and a part of AHN is, you know, we can really transform the experience and make sure we're taking care of our nurses so they can best take care of their patient. Absolutely. Um, And the hardest thing I think for nurse leaders, and I know for me, and I hear it from my um, team too, is the chief nurses, the directors, the VPs, the managers, and the managers are where my heart is and thinking of how they, they're in, they're working at the bedside and they're leading their teams, you know, hearing from them that, you know what, I am here for the nurses. If you think of it like a politician, you know, you have constituents. My constituents are the nurses of this hospital who are delivering direct care Mm -hmm. and also the leaders who are leading those teams. I work for them. And when a nurse comes to work here, their voice is heard. And I don't know what to do for them if I don't hear their voice. And we have so many ways for them to to get their voice out there. We have unit-based councils. We have hospital-based committees, things where they can say, this is not working or this is working. We have engagement surveys where they can give their opinions and they can say, tell everybody what's happening or what's working and not working for them. And it's really incumbent upon us as leaders and our nurses to, to, to raise those voices together and say, here's the problem, let's fix it. Or you know what, let's celebrate this too, because there's a lot of stuff to celebrate when it comes to our nurses at AHN. Mm-hmm. They are so smart, they are resilient, they are creative, they're innovative, and every single day they surprise me. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I know I myself am not a nurse, but I've learned so much from talking to some of our graduate nurses about even their journey within this podcast, telling me about some of their residency projects and the differences Mm -hmm. that they've made. Um, But I was going to ask you, you've given me so many great things that could be exciting about AHN. What would you say is probably what excites you the most about being a part of AHN um, in particular? Well, there's a couple of things I can tell you. Um, I love being part of an organization that is the provider of a payer because payers really get a bad rap. Insurance companies get a bad rap. Highmark Health as our partner 
is somebody who allows us to try new things so patients have opportunities to get different treatments and things like that. And they ask us, they entrust us with their members to be able to do that. And it is really a, a terrific uh, relationship with our blended health with them. But AHN specifically as a place to work, um, first of all, it starts with who's at the top. And I can't tell you a better CEO of an organization that I've worked for, and I've worked for several, than Cindy Hunderfein. And she is not only a patient advocate, but she is truly an advocate for our staff, for our nurses, for our ancillary staff, for our physicians. She knows that that's where the thing, that's where it happens. And Working for somebody who has faith in elevating nursing practice to where it should be, and it's not like this at every other organization. I am at the table making decisions, advocating for nurses, and I am heard. And because I'm heard, all nurses are heard. And I think that's where it starts. It has to flow from the bottom up and the top down so that everybody has a voice. And what I love about working here is that nurses have a voice. It's awesome. And even from the way you're describing it too, and your relationship with Cindy, you know, it's, it's a a full team. Everybody's on the same page Mm -hmm. Um, and all, it's not you just speaking for the voice of the nurse. They all agree, you know, like this is something that's hugely important for the full organization. Um, And I I love to be in meetings where we're, where, I mean, even the word, if the word nurse comes up or nursing comes up, I I'm at the table and people's head just swing and they look at me and they're like, Claire, what do you think? How are we going to do this? And I think I wish all of the nurses at AHN could see leadership from David Holmberg on all look to nursing to help solve problems. Yeah. And they know we have some answers. So that's what's great about working here. Absolutely. And for those that did not know, David Holmberg is our CEO of Highmark Health. Um, so, <laughs> yep. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny, too, because he's so visible that we, we know him as David, just like we know you as Claire. Um, right. Yeah, that's the way we are. <laughs> and now thinking back, OK, I know you, t- you mentioned you've worked several different places um, and you've gained a lot of experiences that have led you to where you are. What would you say was probably the best advice that you've ever received along your own career journey? The best advice was um, when I was in nursing school, learn how to touch patients, learn how to hands-on with patients. And when I was in nursing school, I worked as a nursing assistant in the critical care unit Um, through the three to 11 shift my entire time in nursing school. And I was not afraid of patients. Some of my classmates didn't do that. And I could see in clinical rotations. And when we started our first jobs together, that they were really scared to touch patients. So I think the best advice I ever got was to work at an entry-level job and be humble and learn learn how to take care of people because it doesn't always come naturally to people. I felt it came naturally to me because of just how I grew up and all that, but sometimes it just doesn't. But having that experience of, 
um, caring for people in my formative stages of, of, of nursing school and becoming a nurse, I think was very important. Now, later on, um, probably the, the best advice I've got as a nurse was to be bold and take risk. And that's what I did in my career. I mean, I started out just traditionally after nursing school, like most everybody does. I went straight to an acute care hospital and worked there. Um, and um, then later in my career, I had the chance to leave acute care and work in home care and hospice. And I had zero experience in that area, but I thought, you know what? I am going to learn a different area. And that has informed my career to, to, to today is, yeah. you know, there is care more than just outside the four walls of the hospital. And those of us who are at the bedside at the four walls of the hospital have to understand more happens outside those four walls that informs the care that you give. So being bold and taking risks and looking around at the different types of care that patients get, I think is really good advice too, because who, who is our, who are our constituents, so to speak, who are the people that we advocate for? And that's somebody who comes to us and, tr and trust um, their care to us. Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to do that and leave something that, you know, to go into something that you don't. Right. Um, a lot of open-mindedness and I'm sure that could lead to a lot of fear, you know, but it does, it does take being bold. That's really good advice. Yeah. Um, and but trust you, in your foundation. Yeah. And I, I think we give that to our nurses here at AHN. I, I have a, um, I ride my Peloton bike and one of my favorite instructors, I love what she says. Every time she gives, I take a class from her. She says, you have a lot of hands on your back. And to me, that's exactly how I feel about our nurses at AHN. There is so much support for their professional development, for their trajectory, for their learning curve as they come on as nurses. They have a lot of hands on their backs. So I think that, yeah. I think that is something that, that is such a visual to me that we're yep. here to support you. Yeah. And everyone's rooting for you. And yeah. Like you can't, it's, it's, it's something that you can't put a price on. It's so important to feel that support and to have people pushing you and cheering you on. And maybe if you want to continue to get that MSN or, or continue on your schooling um, to make sure that you're putting yourself in the, in the next spot, everybody will support you and help you in that. Right. So a question, this actually, wow, this segues perfectly into what I wanted to ask you. So we've talked a lot about kind of that support. So how does AHN support their early career nurses and help them along their journey? What in particular would you feel is, is something that kind of shares a little bit more about that? So I think an early career nurse is probably the most vulnerable nurses that we have when they come on because they're feeling their way. And I think it's, it's important to be able to help them see the possibilities so an early career nurse who comes on, say you're a GN, you just got out of nursing school, um, you come on as a GN, we're going to offer you the opportunity to go into a nurse residency program. Now, some people may feel like, oh my gosh, I just got out of school. I don't want to go into another residency or something like that. This is so totally different from being in school. This is actually 
applying everything that you literally just looked at in a book or are experienced in your clinical rotations in every single day. And you have a cohort of people that are just like you, sort of like a a support group that you're going through this nurse residency with, and that fortifies you. It helps you build your base, build your foundation to go from a novice nurse as as you progress to an expert nurse. So the early career nurses have those choices. Now, we also have a clinical advancement ladder. So nurses can come in, graduate nurses can come in and say, or even experienced nurses come in and say, look, this is the track I want to be on. I want to be a nurse educator eventually. So this is the track that I get on. Now, I have to, I have to do this, this, and this. I have to check these boxes, which progressively help with their development. So we definitely support them. We have mentor programs. We, we, have, we connect our, our nurses, our new nurses with mentors, early careers with mentors. And that's important because it's somebody that you, that's a go-to person. That's not your boss. That's not necessarily one of your, always one of your coworkers. Um, it's really a, an opportunity to connect with somebody who's been in your shoes, yet also knows that you're different and that you have different needs. So I think that's a great opportunity as well. And then, you know, we're, we're always looking at different things that might attract people to come to AHN to be a nurse or and stay here as well. And a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, how can I move around in the network? We have a lot of opportunities where we can show them how they can move around in the network. And because we are affiliated with Highmark Health, how can they move around in the enterprise? Because at AHN, we have a community of nursing. It's not just the nurses on the inpatient side. It's not just the nurses in our ambulatory clinics, our Allegheny Clinic, but we have research nurses. We have nurses who are care managers. We have nurses in finance of all places. You know, we have nurses that are in, you know, quality and patient experience and all these different places. Um, You know, nurses are everywhere. I like to say, I like to say it's like Steelers fans. They are everywhere. You can't get away from them. (laughs) And I'm not from Pittsburgh, so I can, I can say that. So (laughs) they are everywhere, everywhere. Yes. Um, no, I, I think that's wonderful. And if I think even when I've reflect even personally, you know, it's nice to know and be able to think ahead of the opportunities that are out there for you and what you need to do to get there. Yeah. Um, so hearing about that career ladder, um, it's definitely something that is out there and known so we can help nurses advance and they know what, what may be needed to, do- to be done to get to the next step in their career. Right. And the cool part is, is that as a nurse, you have individual goals and then you also have team goals. So we, we want every hospital in our network to achieve magnet designation, which is the gold seal, highest quality of nursing that you can get. We have to meet expect some expectations to get that. But as individually as a nurse, if you climb that career ladder and if you develop yourself professionally, that contributes to the organizational goals of being the best place to practice nursing and make us the destination for nursing practice. Wonderful. Wonderful. And Claire, you alluded to some of these because we talked about being heard and having a voice. Um, But 
Can you illustrate maybe what are some of the ways in which nurses have had a voice in decision-making at AHN? Are there any specific examples? Yeah, so our nursing care model allows for what we call, what's called shared governance. So that means that, that nurses are constructing policies, procedures, um, creating research projects, those types of things. Um, I guess examples of nurses having a voice, um, you know, nurses are at, they're, they're operationally at the bedside, they're clinically at the bedside. And if IT comes in and says, here's a device, you're gonna do it this way. Nurses will turn around and say, uh-uh, that doesn't work. We wanna do it this way because it fits into our workflow better. And nurses are allowed to do that. We're like, okay then we will listen to what you, how you want this workflow to work. And they create that workflow. So recently um, we had in our operating rooms, we wanna make sure that we provide high quality, safe care. And sometimes that means before you start an operation, you stop, think. Our nurses created this pre-operative huddle where it's led by a nurse, the physician's there, the anesthesiologist or CRNA is there, the, the nursing team is there, the circulator, the scrubber, everybody. And it's led by the nurse. The nurse said, stop, let's talk about what we're doing before one incision is made. And sometimes they notice things aren't in the room that need to be in the room or things weren't discussed that needed to be discussed. And that in and of itself was a nurse-led initiative that they said, no, we're going to do this before the surgery starts because we want to make sure that this patient gets the best quality care and that this is a safe um, environment for the patient. Yeah. So the nurses did that. They said, and, and, it's a, and the physicians said, this is amazing. We should have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So, it's almost like uh, when you really think about being one unit, and one team. And I know you come from the sports background too, but my coaching comes to mind. Like yep. you really get to bring everybody together and do the pregame, you know, That's right. um, and That's right. get everybody focused and on the right, right. the right page. And that um, was a nurse-led initiative where their voice, they said, you know what, we don't like going in and not pregaming. So they're the yeah. ones, you know, they did, they did it and they brought it and now it is standard. That is one of many examples of how a nurse's voice has gotten to the front line. Amazing. Awesome. Yep. Thanks, Claire. Um, and I know I'm stealing you for quite some time, so I'm going to, I'm going to leave you with one more question. Okay. Um, and then hopefully you'll have some great uh, country music time for the rest of the day. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of glimpses of it. Um, but in your opinion, so what qualities do you feel really exemplify a remarkable nurse? Well, I tell you, um, the last couple of years, we've seen remarkable nurses all over the place. You know, I've always known they've been there. Now everybody knows that they're there, but the remarkableness of them has just been um, amplified. But I think what makes a remarkable nurse is somebody who is compassionate and who, who also is creative and has the knowledge that it takes to get the job done 
yet also knows how to seek out more knowledge and who is a team player and, and knows and, and, is, and is anticipatory. So patient care sometimes is anticipatory. What do I do, need to do in the next step and the next step? But they also need to be in the moment. So those are that's like a hodgepodge of everything. But I can tell you, number one, what makes a great nurse is somebody who has passion for people and wants to take care of people. If you don't have that, it's kind of hard to show up day to day to take care of somebody, whether you're at the direct care in a a direct care role or in a role like mine, you cannot, you cannot remove yourself from being a people person and taking care of people. Absolutely. No, that's definitely some great qualities that I think that we're looking for. Um, And I like that you start thinking a little bit more about forward thinking too. So Um, in addition to, you know, getting the chance to really make a difference for each patient, you can think about how we can change things or alter, um, and, and really make a difference in how we're delivering care, um, not just providing the transaction, but thinking about how we can do it the best that we can. Um, The patient experience is really important is very, and we, we really focus on that. We also focus on our staff experience. You, you spend a lot of time at work every day. So in this work, in, in, in AHN, your work colleagues become your work family. And you have to, you have to work with them like you work with your family at home on things. And that's the best part. You get, you get another family. And it's, and this is the family that you chose. You choose to be with these people. So that makes it even more special. The people are absolutely remarkable. You're yep. very, very right, Claire. Thank you You're so great. much for taking some time to spend with us this morning. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll talk soon, but thank you so much for joining us and everybody tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us to hear more about AHN and and the nursing journey and specifically for hearing a little bit more about Claire's Angerly today. Um, We appreciate you tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Talk to you soon.